T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Perloff has an update on the Diet Dr. Pepper in just a moment. Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. So glad to have you. It's Tuesday. Okay, so big things happening in Dallas. Jerry Jones not on radio again today. I don't know why the last two weeks now he hasn't been on, so we don't get updates from Jerry. But Perloff, obviously the big news is that Kellen Moore has now moved on to become the offensive coordinator with the Los Angeles Chargers. So that's a nice landing spot. You know, if you're going to have one team want to move on from you to land with Justin Herbert is not bad. But let's focus on the Cowboys part of this for a second. So they fire Kellen Moore. They fired their offensive line coach. They fired the running backs coach and I believe the quarterback coach, I think. So Did you mention Leon Lett, which... I love that. That's on the defensive side, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But I just love that they fired him. I had no idea he was a coach. That's awesome. (laughs) So the offense is getting an overhaul. And one of the biggest changes is that now Mike McCarthy is going to be calling plays. And you could say that from the moment they hired Mike McCarthy, maybe he should have been calling plays to begin with. You hired him because he's an offensive-minded coach. He's had success in the past. And the fact that Kellen Moore, who which was an arranged marriage with McCarthy, they Moore was a holdover yeah. from Jason Garrett's staff, that maybe, you know, that Mike McCarthy should have had a chance to implement his off his offense to begin with. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, McCarthy got a little long in the tooth for play calling. He sort of started to get passed over. I think at the end of Green Bay, I don't think their offense was considered super creative compared to Sean McVay and those offenses. So I, I know he's had a lot of success in the NFL calling plays. But I do think there was this thought, especially towards the end of Green Bay, he needed a little bit of a uh, an infusion of new blood NFL play calling style. No doubt, it was that it got stale, yeah, stale and predictable. So that, I don't think we all, when he got to Dallas, not everybody said, "Oh, McCarthy's got to call the plays." It's not like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay got to Dallas. I think there was this idea that McCarthy's time might have passed. Yeah, but don't forget, remember he went on that whole yeah. tour where oh, he right, talked right. to the pro no, football no, 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 focus no. guys, and now he was uh, a <laughs> and whole he new lied man. about what did he lie about seeing all these teams? No, he lied about 
watching every snap that the Cowboys took the year before. <laughs> Minor detail. Put him <laughs> in Congress. Yeah. <laughs> Has he watched every snap this year? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are we going to find out that he was actually like dressing in drag in Brazil and representing a, a district in Long Island? Um, no. I think that it's always funny to find out that your candidate was lying in the press conference when the uh, cameras are all rolling. <laughs> anyway, Cowboys did a good job laughing that off. But here's the thing. Mike McCarthy now, I ask you, how much do you think he can really improve this offense? Because we have a lot of criticisms of the Dallas Cowboys about them you know, not making it to the Super Bowl and how they've fallen short against the 49ers the last two years. But I think you'd have to be crazy to think that the offense was somehow broken. You were second in the league in yards and points behind only the Kansas City Chiefs. And you've been top 10 and top 5 for most of the seasons when McCarthy's actually had a healthy quarterback. I mean, when Andy Dalton comes in for Dak Prescott, all right, you're going to fall off a bit of a cliff there. The defense wasn't that great either. But this was already a defense that functioned. Now, listen, I'm no Kellen Moore, like, fangirl. Mm -hmm. But is McCarthy going to actually make this better, considering this was already a very good offense? This was a Jason Garrett offense. Well, Jason Garrett would only go eight and eight every year. But yes, it was the record was better because the defense picked up. But this is an offense that can churn out yards in the regular season. But when you go against the great defenses in the NFL, it's just not creative enough. How many and I'm stealing this from a lot of Cowboys writers write about this. What is the third down and eight play for the Cowboys? It's all the receivers go nine yards and turn around at the stick and try and catch the ball. They're so predictable. Think about the interceptions in the Niners game. One of them was on a second and two right after Tony Pollard got hurt. Yeah. It was second and two, and they throw a four-yard pass to CeeDee Lamb. What is that play call? I didn't even understand what they were trying to do. And it was like right in between two yeah. of the best defenders in the league. And the other one was <laughs> smart. The, the really bad one by Dak when he double-pumped and threw it. It got picked uh, in their, deep in their own territory. That was another like boring Cowboys play. Think in your mind about the Cowboys offense. There's no pizzazz at all. It's really boring. They tried to run when it wasn't working this year. That I Sorry, I just think that they need something different. Okay, and again, Mike McCarthy has had success in the past, and he had Aaron Rodgers yeah. and Brett Favre, and Dak Prescott is a good enough quarterback. I don't think he's amazing, but he's a good enough quarterback. But what makes you think McCarthy is really going to make this any different? I just, mean, you're saying it got stale. That's exactly the criticism that Mike McCarthy had at the end of the Green Bay era. So I think that... I, I, I know they wanted to establish the run this year, and we all say that's the cliche. They got this big offensive line, injury plagued or not, that, and they had Ezekiel Elliott, they're putting all this money, then Tony Pollard emerges. I think they have to modernize and pass on early downs and make a different kind of pass, like make it easy for Dak. Have him hit wide open guys like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay. And the West Coast offense and Mike McCarthy yeah. came up. Sometimes you'll be able to do that. I think you need new life. Yes, they've had success, they've gotten a lot of yards. But it hasn't been exciting. And life, I hate to say this, it's going to sound like an excuse. It's got to be a little easier for Dak Prescott. He's got to have a couple more open guys. Well, that could also be personnel. You know, you yeah, talk all the time about true. how we overrated the Cowboys skill position players. You know, they never replaced Amari Cooper. Gallup, we knew, was injured coming in. You, know, you add, Tony Pollard was a revelation. You already knew he was good last year, but I think he put himself into a new stratosphere this year and then unfortunately got hurt. You got Zeke Elliott. That's an albatross. I mean, you got to get rid of that. He's he's past his prime for what you need. You need speed. 
And I know. And now Elliot I don't doesn't know. Have because we don't know if Pollard's going to be ready to go next year. I would assume not. That's a bit of a problem. I mean, here's another problem. Who did they, against Tampa Bay, their offense could not have looked better. But a lot of that was Dak freelance on some plays. Against San Francisco, Dak cannot run. And I'll tell you why. Because San Francisco can chase down anyone. They made Jalen Hurts look completely mortal on his feet until the end of the game when they wore out. Yeah. So I, I think Dak being injured all the time and not being able to run full-time takes away a little bit of this as well. If Dak could have run against San Francisco and gotten something going and turned out some first downs with his legs, it would help so much. But San Francisco is so fast up front. I think a big function of what went wrong was San Francisco. This is so good. And Kellen Moore, clearly, you need to try something different because Kellen Moore is not the answer. They hit this wall two years in a row. Yeah. So bring in McCarthy. I, I think you pass more on first down, that kind of stuff. You know, modern football stuff. If McCarthy really learned from his meeting with pro football <laughs> focus, yeah. he'll know analytics. It's just got to be easier. It just feels like a stale offense to me. It definitely felt very same. And there was part of it where it was like, I know Jason Garrett is gone, but is he? <laughs> you know? Wow. Like, they were a better team, you're right, because of the defense. But a lot of the offense kind of looked a lot similar. You know, when Tony Romo told us they were going to go back to, you know, leaning more on the run game. I mean, kind of. I mean, sort of. I don't think they really committed like they did back in 2018. It didn't look like that necessarily. Because it wasn't working. Zeke was – nobody could turn a 15-yard gain, especially that San Francisco game. He had holes that were the size of the ocean that ended up being three-yard carries. <laughs> yeah. So – but by the way, uh, there are reports that McCarthy will hire an offensive coordinator. So there might be some – Ready for the new blood that they could bring in? Some exciting new ideas? Yeah, give me, lay it on me. This what do we the, have? I think this is from the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Names like Brian Schottenheimer. Oh, Schottie's already uh, in the building, buddy. <laughs> he was a... Uh, oh, he's already there? He's already there. He was, and this is, I, I'll give them credit. This is, I, I don't know how many teams do this, but he was in charge of creating an offensive game plan, what he thought their opponent's offensive game plan was going to be every week, and then going against Dan Quinn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's wow. been in the building. Who else you got? Oh, Brian oh. Schottenheimer. Don't say that to Samter or any Jets fan around here. They uh, start let's puking. Not, okay. You want to go really uh, new blood? I guess Ben McAdoo has had a relationship <laughs> oh, with the no. team. <laughs> Only if he brings the hair gel. You know, to be honest, though, like that offense didn't look totally awful considering their quarterbacks were terrible in Carolina this year. Uh a, a young pup who has never been around, a new new guy, give him a chance. Tom Clements, former Packers. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is a, oh. It's only been around since Favre's rookie year. <laughs> then uh, someone named Frank Signetti Jr., great name. Uh, he sounds old, but he's actually not that old. Frank Signetti Jr. <laughs> he does sound like someone's sitting around playing dominoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, oh, he's 57, so he's not young, young. either. Um, yeah, then there's a couple other names. Oh, one name was Byron Left, which is out there. I, I'm not sure. I mean, he's coming off a down year. That's not a bad, bad hire. But the other thing, too, Brian, Byron Leftwich isn't exactly cutting edge. That offense was pretty, pretty standard in Tampa Bay. I don't so know. So why not, you know, someone fire up Jerry's private jet, fly and, over to Bangkok, and try to pull Cliff Kingsbury out of whatever, you know, that's pretty tea good. house he's sitting in right that's now. That's pretty good. Cliff would, Cliff, Cliff would be pretty good. I would like that. I mean, everyone says he's great as an offensive coordinator. We know it's not really – he's not really cutting it as an as a head coach. But he wants to play call, and now McCarthy's uh, going to play true. call. That's true. You're not going to play call. You're going to be more of a your strategist. Th- yeah, your strategist. I love that. That's a great solution. Maybe. I mean, you'd want to talk about someone being a little more innovative. I mean, you can't get more Texas than Cliff. 
It makes perfect <laughs> yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I'm 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 actually shocked that Cliff Kingsbury is not the head coach. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's got all the elements of somebody that Jerry would love. I know, except for the fact that he was a disaster in his no, last I, stop. I know, but I mean, the fact that the Cardinals got to Cliff before Jerry did because Cliff is Mister, isn't he? I don't know. So he went to Texas Tech. I don't know where he's from originally. He's he's from Texas. He's from San Antonio. But, I mean, Jerry must be infatuated with Cliff Kingsbury. No? That's amazing. I've never heard this until you just brought it up. I don't know. I mean, he's he's definitely one of the top offensive people available, right? I don't know if I understand why exactly. Are you leaving Thailand for Dallas? Come on, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, he might be permanently in Thailand. This just might be the new lifestyle. We may never see Cliff Kingsbury again. (laughs) I I got dibs on the bachelor pad. Well, I yeah, was wondering right. about him. He's he just signed a new contract with the Cardinals. Does he have incentive not to take a new job? Well, What's his offset situation? Yeah, I was gonna say once he gets a new job, they probably only have to pay the balance of what he would be making, right? I don't know. Maybe they don't have to pay him anymore once he gets a new job. In which case, Thailand it is. <laughs> Thailand it is <laughs> because he wants that dough. I would also have you gotten your scuba license yet? I've heard it's a great place to do that. You don't think the Cowboys is so attractive that they could make somebody do a lateral move? Like they're not gonna get. Brian Callahan from the Bengals or anything uh, like or that. Or the guy Ben Johnson from the Lions yeah. or something like that. I, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Now, I understand, by the way, a change of coordinator, you don't think that can make a difference? Look at what happened with Dan Quinn. That was, remember the year Andy Dalton was in Dallas? That defense was so bad. Who was that, Mike Nolan? I think it was Mike Nolan. I yeah. think that's right. They were setting all kinds of records for NFL ineptitude. Then <laughs> Dan Quinn immediately came in there. So you needed Dan Quinn on offense. Well, they also did some nice things with Diggs, who ended up like having a career year with Until. interceptions. Until the other day, but yes. And then you draft Parsons is going to make every defensive coordinator look a lot better. So that was oh, a combo I, platter. I, I 100% disagree with that. Really? They went from 32nd in the NFL to 2nd in the NFL. No, Quinn's been great. Yeah, it's Quinn is, uh, he's made them accountable. Which is funny. Can't sniff a head coaching job right now. Well, yeah, I know. That's weird. We'll One, get into the well, Denver we think, situation we think. later. He said he went back to Dallas on his own accord. Yeah, unfinished business. So hmm, Likely story. Here's the other thing. Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott are really tight. Yeah, do they're need, teammates. Do you need somebody who is not tight with Dak Prescott to hold him accountable? That could be a good reason, too. Listen, as Aaron Rodgers told us earlier, there are some leaders who just want to be liked and other people who want to be respected. Yeah, it's Kellen Moore. I mean... I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, no I don't predict this Chargers offense... I'll bet you they churn up a lot of regular season yards, score a lot of points. I don't know the Kellen Moore, Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. I don't know if that's any different than Dallas. It should be. Really? Yeah. I mean, let's focus on McCarthy for now, though. I want to hear from the Dallas Cowboys fans. Do you think McCarthy is going to make this offense better? Period. Well, question mark. (laughs) I was going to say period, full stop, but that would be grammatically incorrect. Do you think Mike McCarthy will make this offense better? Question mark. Yes or no? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Of course, you're welcome to call in. You can tweet us at Maggie and Pearl. You can get involved in our YouTube chat, which is on fire right now. Honestly, the fact that we haven't had this YouTube chat for this long makes me feel bamboozled. Incomplete. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Will the Dallas Cowboys offense be better now that Mike McCarthy is calling plays? Let's get on board. Let's go. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So, we're, what is it today? It is January 31st. We have not had any official hires yet, have we? Yeah. Do we have any? Oh, Frank, Frank Reich. Reich. <laughs> Frank Reich. Yeah, but that one doesn't count. Who cares? <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's just a, a, a retread goes to Carolina. Okay. But none of the big, big, big dominoes have fallen. But it sounds, Maggie, like we're getting close. Yeah, let's hit it. All right. Things are starting to move here, y'all. This comes according to Ian Rappaport. You know, I'm going to give you the Schefter one instead. Schefter's got a little bit more detail. According to Adam Schefter of ESPN, Denver and the Saints have been discussing two potential packages for Sean Sean Payton. They are finalizing compensation in return for Super Bowl winning head coach Sean Payton. Okay, do you want to hear the two packages? So it looks like this is happening now between Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Here are the two packages that are on the table. Denver would trade their 2023 first-round pick and next year's second-round pick for Peyton and the Saints' 2024 third. So a first-round pick and a second-round pick. They get Peyton and a third-round pick back. I thought Denver didn't have any. Oh, because they had the Bradley Chubb pick? There you go. So that's not really their pick. It's like the 25th pick or something. Yeah, whatever the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. but it's not the juicy. Okay. All no, right. no, no, no. The juicy yeah. picks go goes to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, what a shame. Uh, number two option, Denver's 2024 first round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick. The Saints get to choose which one they want. Okay. So what's interesting about this, well, you know, and they'll decide what they want, but obviously they're they're – fine giving up some significant compensation to get Sean Payton in the building, let alone whatever they're going to pay him, which we're not sure, 20 million, something like that. So this was crazy because Denver Perloff had been like striking out on coaches. 
you know, it got a little uh, weird. Had they, though? How do we know? Well, because they had the long interview with Sean Payton. Then there was, like, a report that he didn't think he was going to get along or there was going to be friction right, with right. someone in the ownership group. And then he decided to put his second interview on hold so that he could go to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. And now, all of a sudden, he's back. Remember, just over the weekend, you got the report that the Broncos had flown up to Ann Arbor to talk right. to John, uh, Jim Harbaugh again. So, but my question days is, days before signing day. So their first choices were Peyton and Harbaugh all along, right? Obviously. Yeah, but I, I think they did probably like five or six interviews in between. Right, right. Because they didn't know if they were going to be able to negotiate deals with those guys. But is it true? Are we sure they offered D'Amico Ryans? Are we sure they offered Dan Quinn? Well, D'Amico Ryans, remember how it was reported, was that he turned the job down and is going to Houston. So Okay, so we know as a fact they made an offer to D'Amico Ryans. We know what's reported. We don't know as a fact. And where do you think those reports are coming from? From agents? Agents, sure. I don't know. I like to see. I like, So you're, you're painting a picture where they, they wanted Sean Payton, struck out on him, interviewed a bunch of other guys, they all said no, and then they're coming back to Sean Payton. Something doesn't sound right about all that. Well, no, I think that they... I don't, Do you believe the story that there might have been friction with someone? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. I do, but I don't... I have a feeling, and I'm basing this on the, the outcome that it seems apparent now, I don't think it was always done with Payton, the way people have portrayed it. Um, I don't know if it was always done, but listen, this is not a great way... Uh, not to, I don't want to always... rain on the Denver Broncos parade here and their fans. You've been through enough just the season with Hackett. But, you know, it's not a great start when the reports are that the head coach might have friction with somebody in the building. Yeah. And now this is where you're going to start this marriage when there's already been something they propped up in the interview round. Just, you don't even get a honeymoon period. Just be careful. Be careful being skeptical about a hire because I remember – Super Bowl coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni. Nobody liked that hire. Nobody liked the Doug Peterson hire in Nobody Jacksonville. Doug, Look at what happened. They made the playoffs. Nobody, everyone hated the Doug Peterson hire. So the Which Eagles, I never understood. The, everyone said the Eagles struck out on Doug P, uh, on all their guys and had to settle with Doug Peterson, and he won the Super Bowl two years later. I just think, I, I, I don't really sit, sit, look at the situation and say, oh, they screwed up, they lost Sean Payton, and then they had to come back to him because, I don't know, if they get Sean Payton, they're the clear winner of this whole cycle by a mile. And it looks like it's a done deal. So the Denver Broncos have decided, according to Adam Schefter, it's going to be the 2023 first round pick and next year's second round pick for Sean Payton and the Saints uh, 2024 third round pick. So it's going to be the the lesser of their two first round picks and a second round pick. So I have a question. When you said there were choices before, were they crowdsourcing via Schefter on Twitter about which deal? Why why did we know that level of information? That was bizarre. This is the second time. You remember the last offseason where Tyreek Hill was choosing between the Jets and the Dolphins? Yeah, and we all knew. And we we all got to put ourselves into the conversation. Here's what I would do if I was Tyreek. We're talking about the taxes and how they're different in New Jersey versus Florida. Um, Purely, that's all agent work. But anyway... This is great. Uh, you know when it really looked good for Sean Payton? And I know that there were some ups. When the report came out that he wanted to work with Russell Wilson. Because isn't that the key here, that he's comfortable that he can turn around Russell Wilson? It's got to be. Well, I, first of all, the money, <laughs> I think, is probably going to be something. But, I, of course. Like, I don't think the money. Russell uh, Wilson is going to be there. He's locked in now for the next couple years. Like, that's your one and only job, quite frankly. If you, Especially if they end up keeping their defensive coordinator. That guy did a fantastic job. And he went on a several head coaching interviews 
uh, Ajiro Viro. He was like a hot commodity on the defensive side. Well, and also, I, I will say that you didn't really need much of a defense when Russell Wilson was scoring eight and a half points a game. <laughs> so the other, <laughs> the other team wasn't exactly pushing the envelope on their offense. But that's besides the point. But still, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that he, he wants to work with Russell Wilson. You heard Rap Sheet today on the Pat McAfee show when we were listening to see what Aaron Rodgers said about us. Yeah. He said that don't <laughs> overestimate the Walton wealth. A lot of people can afford to pay Sean Payton $20 million. So I, I and maybe I'm being totally naive. I don't think it's the money. I think it's the opportunity to win as well. Sean Payton has to believe in this job because you can't pay a coach enough to be 3-14. and 14. That's miserable. No, I get it. Listen, we looked at the Denver job and said on the outside, yeah. this looks like the best job. Now, it comes, it comes with the expectations that you got to win right away. Well, so. is that lowered a little bit now? Oh, because Russell Wilson doesn't look like his old self? Because they won four games this year or whatever. Uh, I mean, it's still Russell Wilson. It's not Super Bowl or bust. You're still paying him a ton. They also just traded their best defensive player or one of their best defensive yeah, players. Yeah, well, that turned out to be a brilliant trade because he didn't do much in Miami. Well, that, that pick went directly for Sean Payton. Yeah, so it helps bring you know a Super Bowl winning head coach into the w- building. Would you trade Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton? A million, Bradley Chubb was a disappointment in Miami. Because after he was hurt, panel. though. More, more because yeah, he was hurt. I, I think, he, wasn't he on the field in, at the end of the season? He was there he, he in was the Buffalo good. game. Yeah. yeah, but he was good in the Buffalo game. At least he had he had that strip sack almost. Okay. Yeah, he was not bad in the Buffalo game. So here's the thing, why immediately Sean Payton, I think the expectation is a playoff game, but he's get Garrett Bowles' left tackle coming back. That's huge. Javante Williams, assuming he's healthy, they're running back. That's huge. And Tim Patrick is such a difference maker. I know nobody talks about him, but to have a solid guy who can run around and catch a football for Russell Wilson. Is, <laughs> is that all their jobs if you're a receiver? Yeah, I think that, that is going to be huge. I think Sean Payton's going to come in there with new personnel because of injury last year and immediately look better. So I think he saw that. He's like, ooh, I can look okay here. I don't need, any, I don't need to break in any rookies. I got a bunch of old guys. I can do this. I guess it, it really comes down to whether or not you think that Sean Payton is going to have the same effect on Russell Wilson that he had on Drew Brees. It's like shorter quarterbacks, you know, and and listen, he was with him all the way through the end of his career, Brees, I'm saying, and even to the point where when the Saints really needed to, like, throw deep passes, they were bringing Taysom Hill in. I mean, they did everything they could to really prop up Drew Brees for those last couple of years when his arm wasn't very good. Right, and the... Wait, I mean, Russell Wilson's arm is still fine. I'm not making that. Complaint. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about Sean Payton too is he didn't need high first round pick receivers. He could take any scrub off the street and turn them into a 70 catch guy. I don't think was Marcus Colson drafted late round pick. If anything, he turned these unknown wide receivers into real weapons in New Orleans. Now he actually has name wide receivers. There's Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure what they ended up doing. It. Oh, Dulcich, the tight end. They really liked him. So he's got weapons here. Uh, you know, you know another thing about Sean Payton is he great at getting the running back into the pass catching game? Well, Alvin Kamara, yeah, Kamara, and even before that, so he's going to run a really an offense that helps Russell Wilson. I'm I if this I'm so excited for Denver fans. Don't you think that this is the best this could have worked out? Definitely, way better than Definitely. Harbaugh. Definitely, way better than Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh is a totally different. I mean, listen, but Harbaugh's winning percentage yeah, no, in great. the NFL, like that's you, you can't yeah, like is Sean Payton really. Better than Jim Harbaugh? I mean, mm. Sean Payton had Drew Brees for all 15 years of his career, basically. Drew Brees is one of the all-time top 10 greatest quarterbacks. Jim Harbaugh had Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith and went to two NFC Championship games and turned around a, cha- a franchise that was terrible, and they turned them into perennial contenders. Yeah, yeah but their offense was not uh, today. Uh, you want this offense to be in top 10 in the league. I, mean, I don't Kaepernick think Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Were those top 10 Brees. offenses? 
I remember. I'm mean, saying they weren't top ten offenses, but he didn't have necessarily. He didn't have Russell Wilson. I'm not saying Russell Wilson is a no, but Kaepernick was so different. I mean, he yeah. was the, the totally different running quarterbacks. Like, well, well, Russell Wilson was a running quarterback, not but anymore. not to the point where like Kaepernick was a lot bigger than Russell Wilson and just different running style. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious where that offense ranks under Harbaugh. I I like Harbaugh too. Actually, I shouldn't have said no. But, I mean, Sean, like, but think about it, their run game was also incredible. Remember, they had that amazing yeah. offensive line that Trent Williams was still a part of, right? No, no, no. He nah, wasn't on he that was offense. Yeah. He was in Washington, got traded. They had um they had from Joe they Staley. Just Staley there Joe forever. Staley's in the news right now. And they had uh what's his face from Michigan, the uh, from Miami, the running back who's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Frank, Frank Gore, Gore, thank you, whose son is now in the NFL or whatever. That's like hashtag old. Yeah, no thanks. That, that, I think that's a really interesting question. Would you, if you're the Broncos, do you rather have Sean Payton well, or Jim Harbaugh? Come on, you have a short quarterback. You have to go Sean Payton. He's a prototypical Sean Payton quarterback, whereas a prototypical. Well, no, I mean Drew Brees was a pocket quarterback who was super accurate. Russell Wilson can throw deep, but he's not super accurate. Yeah, but Sean Payton creates great passing lanes. The, the only, the only Sean Payton, yeah, Russell Wilson is probably true. pretty accurate. What I, do you think? I always feel career? like Russell Wilson was kind of accurate, but yeah, what's his career percentage? I don't know. We'll have to look it up. Anyway, yeah, I this feels like a good marriage. Would Jim Harbaugh have been better? Listen, no. I think that Jim Harbaugh has shown that he can win in the NFL. I mean, his record was amazing. It was like 46 and 15 or something. I mean, he he was great. Yeah, and but I I don't remember if this is still true, but his prototypical quarterback was Andrew Luck at Stanford. That's he was a big, strong, mobile yeah. quarterback. He doesn't really seem like a Russell Wilson kind of guy. I'm sure well, he could have figured it out. That's what Jim Harbaugh was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah, and also too Jim Harbaugh is so intense. I don't know. This seems like the lot having Russell Wilson's personality and Jim Harbaugh's personality might have worked great, but it feels a little combustible. Uh, feels like he would have moved on to the backup by week eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, or they would have loved each other, and it would have been like a iron sharpen iron kind of thing. Where they're yeah. both they're both strange people. Yeah, definitely. Russell Wilson sixty four point six career. Completion percentage. He obviously didn't throw that much, but I think that's good. I don't well, know. Yes and no. Just for, so last year, this year, thirty first in completion percentage. Well, this year's a last wash. year was nineteenth. Three years ago was nineteenth. I mean, listen, he's not the most inaccurate quarterback. Nineteenth, but he's also sixty eight point eight. Isn't that close to the all time record? That's nineteenth. Really? Well, the other part too is you had this in 2021, year. No, in twenty twenty one, he was sixty four point eight, and he was nineteenth behind Taylor Heineke and Kirk Cousins. And you said the and year Davis before Mills. that, he was nineteenth. Okay, yeah, but- and then 2020, he was much higher. He was like fifth. But 2018, again, he was 19th. Uh, again, not the most inaccurate, but not Drew Brees. Well, the other part is he did have the thumb injury in 2021 with Seattle. I don't know. I I like to see this, though. I love that they're giving yeah. this a shot. And and with, with coaching news comes more coaching news because within seconds of the Sean Payton news, D'Amico Ryans was officially hired by the Texans. There I mean, within seconds, it was back to back. There you go. Which is very a interesting. Six year deal, according to ESPN. That's five coaches in four years for the Texans. Well, you know what, though? If I'm Ryans, who had a nice, a great career with the Texans, I need that kind of commitment because you just fired two head coaches after one and done seasons. You got to give me something real here. I'm not taking a three year deal with a, you know, your option for a fourth. No, 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 no. Wait, this thing is going to take time to turn around. Does this, I actually not sure. Does a six-year deal guarantee anything in the NFL? You can still get fired, but at least you're getting a little more money. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a lot of Matt Rule had a ten-year deal, and he got fired after two and a half. Right? Seven-year deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he. Got oh, seven. I think I sorry, Gruden. Gruden in the ten-year deal. Yeah, I wonder what Sean Payton's deal is. 
So this is another thing, not to gloss over D'Amico Ryans. We're going to give that its full due. But just going back to Denver for one second, I think this was really important for this new ownership group because last year was like a laughing stock for the Broncos, you know? And you're coming in now. You just paid all this money. I know they have more money than anyone, but you just paid all this money for a franchise. You didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett. You didn't hire any of the coaches. You had to, like, come in and show that this was going to be a serious organization. And I think the hiring of Sean Payton and trading for him shows that you're serious. You're serious about making it work with Russell Wilson, and you're serious about trying to be a winner. Right, but the way you describe that, it sounds like winning the press conference, which is code for, hmm, this is a big-name hire. Well, maybe you need to do both. Maybe you need to win the press conference, and you got to win on the field. There's no connection. No, there's not a connection. There's not a single connection. I like the Sean Payton hire, but still... Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but that doesn't always that's not always the best approach no, to say but, say we need to be serious so we need to pay twenty million dollars for Sean Payton. Whereas you look at the you know, some of the successful franchises have gone a different path and found a Sean McVay. Right. But you need to legitimize and show people, I think, that you, you know, are gonna change the culture in the building. The other part too is you just went after, you just hired a guy who was a longtime coordinator who had never been a head coach. It failed miserably. I'm not saying the next guy would have failed. That's faulty logic to say that, but I can understand where they would want to boomerang the other way and say, all right, we need someone who's done this before. But didn't they offer Ryan's? I don't know if they offered him. I give maybe they did. Uh, yeah, no, I totally. He turned him down. I and think. the other thing too is they need a veteran coach because they have all this money invested in Russell Wilson. There's no draft picks coming in. There's no slow build. No, there. you just all the draft yeah. picks are gone. <laughs> yeah, all, and all the money you have a lot of expensive players. You got to win right now. They, no, you're absolutely right. And I do agree. With, I was playing devil's advocate. No, I, I agree. You the should. WalMarts want to. The WalMarts. Want to, they want to make a splash here. Now, I got to tell you, though, that generally, though, that's something to be a little nervous about. If you're an owner, you want to build the right way, not immediately fix this. So we'll see. I think Sean Payton's a great coach. I mean, I think we, no, listen, most people do. So this is good. I think it's good, but, you know, at the same time, you're already coming into the relationship where there might have been some friction. Like, if we believe that report that Sean Payton put his second interview on hold because he thought there could be issues between himself and someone in the ownership group or management or whatever, I mean, all right, now you have, like, a red flag. Ah, come on. There's always coworkers who hate each other. There's this guy in management <laughs> I can't stand, but I don't bring it up. The, uh, the other thing, too, by the way, maybe some former Sean Payton quarterbacks going to Denver to back him up. I'm thinking of Andy Dalton, but more importantly, <laughs> Taysom Hill would bring back the Tebow days to Denver. Just bring Taysom Hill to Denver. Yeah. Let's go. That would be fun for no other reason. Than <laughs> pull out Russell Wilson once in a while, put in Taysom. Why not? Sure. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. He's got 100 things to do, and the 101st is going to be to get Taysom Ch- Hill there. No, 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 no. You ever heard Sean Payton talk about Taysom Hill? It is a love affair that has – that'll be his first priority. Yeah, Watch, wait till be, tomorrow. Before the end of the day, yeah. He loves him <laughs> some Taysom Hill. He's talked about him even since he left New Orleans. He said, man, I would love to run a team with Taysom Hill. Man, I'm telling you, he's into this. I wish we loved anything as much as Sean Payton loved Taysom Hill. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, want to hear from you, Denver Broncos fans. How are you feeling? NFL fans, do you think this is going to work, or do you feel like a little too good to be true? And also, D'Amico Ryans gets a head coaching job. Will the San Francisco defense now take a slide backwards? Okay, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Of course, you're welcome 
to get involved with the show. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio is where we are streaming. You can get involved with the chat. A very welcoming welcoming group, these widows. Not pretentious at all. Newcomers, you're welcome to join. Tom and Carol Perloff, get in the chat. They don't even know where they are half the time. What do you mean they're not they're welcoming? <laughs> I know. We broke the news right when 420 happened, so I'm sure it was very disorienting <laughs> for everybody. All right. Coming up, more reaction to Sean Payton and D'Amico Ryans getting hired right after this CBS Sports Update with Rich Ackerman. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Now, it's been really fun all season long guessing who Stu Kovacs is going to pick for the Defense Player of the Week. This one's almost too easy. It's almost too easy. I think I think we should have to choose a second-place person because this one I know exactly <laughs> who you're going with. Um, by the way, we'll get to the NFL coaching news in just a moment. Um I mean, it's it's usually someone from a winning team. It's Chris Jones. Come on, yeah, it's, it's got to be we Chris, know it's Jones. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. I mean, he was the finisher. He's the reason why the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And obviously Joseph Osai, but I don't think you are diabolical enough to make him the Ooh, defensive player. That'd be mean. That'd yeah. be a little too mean. He had yeah. a great game though. Yeah, Chris Jones, eight quarterback pressures, resulting in three sacks. With two of those sacks coming on his own, and then the rest of the passes were incomplete. So he had a. Huge impact on Joe Burrow yeah. in the Bengals offense. And you did Hassan Reddick last week. Yeah. I did. So he he would have been the second place guy. Yeah. Me. I mean, that that was pretty obvious. With two games, it's not hard to pick. I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be so easy for us. Is, we're <laughs> gonna gonna, be, I'm not <laughs> that's, even, that's what he's going to go with. Like, I'm going to be uh, only half paying attention to my Eagles. I'm going to be half paying attention to who Stu's going to pick for the defense player no, of the week. That's the day he goes with like Jaron Jackson or something or, like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the like, NBA. There's always a big college basketball game that day that we, you know, you're starting to get into college basketball a little bit. So maybe, uh, but that's a good one, Stu. Thank you. Okay. So as you know, you heard from Rich Ackerman, you heard us talk about it. Uh, Sean Payton is now the new head coach of the Denver Broncos. So that's interesting. A, a first round pick and a second round pick go to the Saints, the lesser of their first round picks. You know, the the top one's going to go to Seattle, of course, for the trade for for Russell Wilson. So Russell Wilson gets his new head coach, Sean Payton. Can he do the same thing and have the same success with Drew Brees that he had with, uh, will he have it with Russell Wilson? Now, we also learned in like two minutes after the Sean Payton news came down, D'Amico Ryans was also hired as the new head coach of the Houston Texans. Six-year deal for D'Amico Ryans. Now, this comes from Ian Rappaport. His tweet, this is not me editorializing, this is his words. Unbelievable. The Broncos spent today trying to hire D'Amico Ryans again today before he recommitted to the Texans, sources say. When he agreed to terms with the Texans, they moved on being the Broncos and finalized. Uh, There was a little editorializing in the way you read that. He, you it's go, all caps. unbelievable. It's, I'm just reading the all oh, capitalization. All yes. Oh, well, you could have told us it was all caps instead of actually <laughs> acting out the all caps. How well, many words were all caps? Again. 
Okay, so I wondered. I was like, wow, Maggie sounds like she's editorializing this tweet. Unbelievable, colon. <laughs> like, what uh, do you want? Okay, so the all, that's interesting. So you were doing rap sheets, all caps, in your voice. I love it. <laughs> yes, I mean, how do you do again. all caps? How do you do all caps? Well, the way you said again had a particular Look, sort of. All caps. Again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he it's his emphasis. So what's going on here? How can this all be true? So if Sean Payton was the number one guy on the market, the way we all assumed, why is he the third, second or third choice? Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the interviews the didn't go well. Maybe they don't want to pay $20 million for a coach. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. he, didn't, maybe he didn't blow people away. This is an interesting choice. D'Amico Ryans, if this is true, why he wanted Houston over Denver. I mean, I can think of a lot of reasons, but I'm curious. I'd like to know in an honest moment, what, what was it that tipped the scales? You know, we'd have to ask him. Maybe the connection to the organization would probably play into it. I think he sued the organization, though. Oh, I think is that it right? ended. Yeah, I think there was some amends to be made there. I think there was a contract problem. Well, clearly they made amends. I, I hope I didn't make that up. They just signed him to a six-year deal. Um, I guess I would say a couple other things. The expectations early on are going to be really different, right? Do you want a team that is young in the Texans that you can mold? You're going to have most likely, you know, you're going to draft a quarterback. They have the second overall pick in the draft this year. They might even get up to first. Who knows? The Bears are picking first, so you don't think they're going quarterback. So you're going to probably have your pick unless someone jumps you. You get a chance to mold this mm. team and kind of set the culture and set the tone. In Denver, it's not going to be that way. Russell Wilson's personality, his presence, just his everything is something that is going to have to be managed, and it's going to be a factor in how this team is because no matter what, like the microphones and the cameras are going to find Russell Wilson. Whereas the Houston Texans, D'Amico Ryans is now the face of that team. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but if you lose, that's bad. I mean, it's really it's, bad. if you lose, it's bad anywhere. Yeah, yeah. You're it's right. a little more anonymous, I would say, in Houston, just because they're not Super Bowl contenders right now. Right, but there's still a lot of pressure to win. And you could say, okay, we're going to, this is one fallacy that often happens. They're a young team. We're going to give this guy three or four years. The Bengals, it was Zach Taylor. It's really hard to do that in the NFL. Well, a lot of times we hear that and then it doesn't happen. That being said, I like a lot of the, you know, I've been kind of on some of these younger players. Yeah. Uh, I like Nick Casario. He's done a nice job. He got the running back. Damian Pierce was awesome this year. Jalen Petrie, the safety, got burned about a thousand times. But they have some nice young players. <laughs> that's a guy you like? Okay. They have some nice young. No, I do like him, actually. And they have some really nice young players. But it's hard to win in Houston. That's what The only thing that worries me for Ryans is kind of a losing culture in the building. I mean, I don't know. They were okay with Deshaun Watson. But even then, they never quite hit their their. Their stride. I yeah, mean, they I were a playoff no, they never... team in in a lot of those years. But I would say I agree with you. I think there was some underachieving there with Watson. Right. Considering how good he was. Top five quarterback, you should have gotten a little farther in the playoffs. That's what I meant to say. Definitely. I mean, maybe a little that's on Bill O'Brien. Yeah. You know, their GM, you know, left the team kind of abruptly with a family situation. Remember that? And then Bill O'Brien got sort of thrown into the fire there. There's a lot of reasons why Houston... You know, it didn't work out. But Gosh, man, I am looking at the def- <laughs> the team that ended the season. Then they they are very anonymous. I know, but think how spry they were. They took the Kansas City Chiefs to overtime, took Dallas to the wire. God, I thought I knew more players on the Texans, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't. It's, wow, it's the opposite of what Denver. Denver has no picks. Houston has all the picks in the world. They have a lot, a lot invested in their offensive line, like more than almost any team in the league. They remember they traded. 
bunch of first rounders for Laramie Tunsil. Titus Howard they took in the first round. Uh, Kenyon Green they took a 15 a guard. I mean, so they that's... have first rounders all over their offensive line, but their defense is as no name as you get. I guess that's why you really wanted Ryan's. I mean, he should be able to elevate the unit, you know, bef- for to more than they are, you know, above their talent level. Plus, I mean, it's just like it's all the picks. You get to you get a total almost blank slate here. What are you going to do at quarterback? You're probably going to get a rookie. Listen, you win five games next year with the Texans. People are going to be like, all right, you're headed in the right direction. No one's expecting this to be a double-digit win team. Yeah. I mean, they had it in picks in a while. I don't – did they lose a bunch of picks for Tunzel? So they, yeah, but they got them all back for the Watson trade. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so they have a lot of picks moving forward. Yeah, I, I just hope that they're patient here. I hope he's patient because this is – this team might take a little while. But the, you know what else? AFC South is, that's where you want to be. Well, I don't know. The Jags are better now. Uh, oh. Let's get to Daryl. He's in Oregon, been on hold for quite a bit, wants to make a point about Mike McCarthy. We asked if the Dallas offense is going to be better now with McCarthy calling plays. Daryl, what do you have? Well, first of all, congratulations to Kellen Moore. I think he's going to flourish with uh, Justin Herbert. But this offense under Mike McCarthy is going to go stale unless this three-team, three-quarterback trade occurs. And it's Derek Carr to the Green Bay Packers, Dak Prescott to the Las Vegas Raiders, and Aaron Rodgers reunites with Mike McCarthy at the Dallas Cowboys. What do you think? <laughs> why do you have to do why three teams? And Derek Carr and Lambeau sounds like a disaster. Yeah, but why uh, why the, why not just straight Aaron Rodgers for Dak Prescott? Well, because I think that the Raiders need somebody right now that's a little bit more mobile, and I think that with the pieces they have in place, I think. Prescott is a good fit up there. And with uh, um, Dak Prescott does Derek win Carr, in Lambeau. With Derek Carr going to Lambeau, he's got a lot less of a salary cap hit than the other two. Oh. And it gives the uh, Packers an opportunity to bring some more players in to surround him. Interesting. Daryl, thanks for the call. Sorry. And that I forgot Derek Carr's going to Lambeau in that scenario. Yeah, and he can't play in the cold. But uh, Dak can't run as much as he used to either. Sorry. <laughs> Stu, your future Raiders oh, I like that. I like the trade. <laughs> yeah, was, of course you do. That was an old-school sports talk radio call. Three-team quarterback trade. Oh, we love it. More coaching news next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.